G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you might know, we have a wonderful work that's been going on, Mission Radio in one sense, as Christian Radio in Vision continues to expand right around Australia. And every now and then we take this extra opportunity to talk about what happens when we overflow our shores. And uh, for those who are relatively new listeners, you'll know that uh, we are a part of a major global concern called United Christian Broadcasters. And United Christian Broadcasters is the name of what happens in our work in the South Pacific and up into Papua New Guinea into Southeast Asia and of course there are other uh, bigger concerns that are happening in the US and Canada and the UK so exciting things that have been going on with the development of Christian radio here in Australia of course we're known as Vision but our offshore ministry has been continued to be called United Christian Broadcasters Phil Dunk is back with us today for an update on what's been happening if we talk about what's overflowing offshore, hello, Phil Dunk. Welcome back to 2020. Oh, thanks, Neil. <laughs> well, Phil, you're only just recently back from another trip to Papua New Guinea, and I should honour you at this moment because this is the last Phil Dunk trip to Papua New Guinea, and uh, you've just returned, and uh, you've made your final farewell up there. You're actually retiring from uh, this role that you've had as chairman of UCB, South Pacific and of Papua New Guinea. So congratulations on your recent now retirement. But uh, you've just back from pa- Papua New Guinea. How did you find the farewell up there? Uh, actually, was was somewhat low key. It was more of a business visit, and uh, we had for a long time uh, been wanting to restructure the operation there. In fact, <laughs> we discovered partway through uh, our time in preparation for changing the, the operation structure there that we'd been operating outside of our accreditation. Apparently, we were incorporated as an association, but somewhere further back down in history before I got there, they started operating as an incorporated company. And so the the uh, structure that we were using wasn't quite right according to the law, but it, it wasn't intentional, but it has uh, given us some insight into the fact that in some other uh, cultures, people can get very attached to titles and uh, find that there's a certain amount of distraction in having benefits that not really are befitting the position the person is in, if you understand what I mean. And by having directors and so on, uh, we did have some confusion as to what entitlements were. And so we've changed that. 
And it's interesting when you say it's like a business trip because sometimes we think of Christian ministry, we're thinking of turning up and there's some sort of preaching or teaching or whatever. Uh, But in this role that you've carried now for the past six years of being chairman of UCB for South Pacific and uh, for PNG, a lot of these times have been, you know, they're pretty hard-nosed business gatherings. I mean, there's a ministry role too and you can't get away from what's in your own heart. But yes, you've got to have a sometimes a bit of a hard nose when it comes to how the business is conducted. Yes, that's right. Uh, the limitations that we, we had found, uh, we had wondered sometimes was there a better way of doing things and we found out we actually had it but we weren't using it. Uh, we really needed a wider team in support of the operation and as an association we're allowed to invite members because we're uh, a charitable organisation and we're uh, a community radio station. So we're allowed to have members, and that that means that there would be a body of people at the moment, there's around about 15, who've indicated, yes, they would commit to being close-in supporters. They're the guys who are going to come, and they're going to be our cheer squad, and they're going to be our, uh, our extra overseeing eyes. And so we have a group of about 15 at this stage who've accepted an invitation, and therefore from right across the Christian community, and interesting sort of roles. We have a lawyer who will be a legal overseer and because we need to be careful when we're broadcasting about uh, legality and so on. Uh, we've got uh, two very good accountants, one who lives in another city completely but often has to visit WeWAC, uh, where our headquarters are. And he's, um, uh, as, a, as an accountant, he's doing extra study in business law and so he will be uh, very much appreciated. We have others who have school teaching backgrounds, ministry backgrounds. We have a pilot, in case we get our own plane. <laughs> uh, he works for MAF, but he's he's actually an IT uh, specialist as well. Well, exciting developments because these ones that you are now leaving in charge, in one sense, uh, there many of those are Papua New Guinea nationals. And this idea of, you know, the great white wana uh, coming in and uh, and being the leader of the ministry, sometimes that grates against the grain for some people. Uh, but the idea of bringing something to a point where it can be taken over by uh, the locals, uh, the nationals, and the vision can be taken up by them, that's a, a real positive, isn't it? It is. Yeah, part of our mission statement is that uh, we believe that nobody communicates with the local people better than the local people. So we've always had nationals as our announcers. Uh, Steve Munro, when he's been up there, he's trained our national staff in a lot of very complicated IT work. And so now what we're doing is we're putting not only that responsibility more in the hands of the national people as far as the technical side is concerned and giving them a freer reign in how they operate that. They won't need so much uh, training and hand-holding, but we are also in a situation where, the, with the exception of two, uh, our, our membership now are all nationals. There's two expatriates who've put up their hands to indicate they're uh, supportive of the work, but all the others are nationals. And then shortly they'll appoint uh, another station manager. We've been without a radio station manager for a little while. Uh, but there are a couple of very well-qualified people who can come in and take that role over. So instead of us having to go five or six times a year 
to help them and be alongside them. And they are now in a position where they will be probably training others. Is there a sense, Phil, that this would be the aspiration of all mission work, where you go into a new country, and, and really, Christian radio, it's a specialised field, but you go in there with the intent of handing over the reins eventually to others who will be able to run the operation in a, a way that you know maintains all of the integrity that's needed. Uh, but this is this is the the aspiration, the goal, isn't it, of of mission work that you have others take over from you? Oh, certainly it is. Uh, of course, with radio, that's it's not a, a cheap operation in terms of the sort of equipment that's needed and the upgrades that need to be done continually, but. In doing so, uh, we are saying, well, we can see that as something in the future. There'll be other areas of development. We will be with you. You're affiliated with us. We are not abandoning you to say, well, there, go ahead and run it for yourself. We'll be with you. For instance, any time there's a general meeting, either Ian Warby or Grant Kennedy will be there representing UCB Asia Pacific. And we try to do that to encourage them to say, you take the responsibility, but there are certain margins at which we as the funding organisation and carer would say we'd like to be kept fully informed of that. So we're now looking at much better reporting. We don't have to go up so much and get our own reports and look at things. Things will be done on a much more streamlined basis and they will have their own own balances and cross-checks because amongst our members there are people who know a lot about business. Well, Phil Dunk, our guest, we'll continue our conversation in just a short while. We're talking about the Ministry of United Christian Broadcasters, of which Vision Radio is part, and as we overflow from our shores to places like Papua New Guinea and the South Pacific Islands and Southeast Asia, uh, exciting things are happening. We'll get some more in our update in just a short while. Back with Phil Dunk talking about the aspirations, the expansion, the way that things are continuing to develop in the places that are just beyond our shores. And when we talk about mission activity, one of those things that you're involved in if you're a supporter of Vision Radio is this mission activity that happens into places like Papua New Guinea or the South Pacific Islands or places in Southeast Asia. Uh, Phil, when we talk about the work that's been going on in Papua New Guinea, there we are in Wewak on the north shore of PNG, and there's a number of other more mini transmitters that are happening along that north shore. It's been a plan to uh, to reach out into other places throughout the nation of Papua New Guinea. How are things looking in the expansion? Well, we're finally at a stage, Neil, where we think that um, we're ready to start a progressive introduction into the 12 different provinces. Now, we're in East Sepik. Uh, we overflow out of East Sepik into West Sepik or Sundown and also into part of Madang province. But we would like to see each of the largest cities or towns in the 12 provinces have at least a robot station. Now, the robot station sounds exactly like what you would hear in WeWAC, except it's not, just not live. We have IDs, station IDs, and they will come on, and we're looking at an automation system that even will automatically set the time, so there'll be time announcements throughout the day that will give the local time. Uh, yes, I know, Neil. <laughs> you're out of a what job it, very soon. That's right. What it means is, uh, yeah, that, uh, that radio announcers might become redundant. <laughs> that's right. You'll be doing a lot of pre-recording. And then we, we can load in all of the programs you would hear, all of the teachers that we have here, and in fact, with the setup that we take them with 
either using a laptop or a very nice large tablet. Now, everybody knows what a tablet is. Um, I wasn't sure until uh, a little while ago the difference between a, a laptop and a tablet and all of those. But we could, depending on the size, we can put in one of those and you will have a year, listen to this, a year of unrepeated programs right through the whole year. So you could have a whole series of Bob Gass and a whole series of Greg Laurie and a whole series of Michael Youssef and a whole series of Ravi Zacharias and there would not be one repeated message all the way through for 365 days. And it schedules them at the right time and so you classify everything and the the computer just moves them around and says, okay, well, that's that category for that hour so you'll hear Bob Gass at that time of the morning and you'll hear Greg Laurie at this time of the morning and it automatically shuffles it all around and then mixes the music in and then if the local people wanted to put in their own announcements, easy enough, they go and record them, they put them into a little package and it goes into the computer and they tell them what time it's got to go there and it goes there. Well, it's new terminology to perhaps many listeners to think of robot missionary radio and Really, the way you're describing it, Phil, just sounds so versatile, uh, so absolutely amazing to be able to present a quality uh, radio broadcast, even though it's on a robot way of doing it. And uh, and this is something the way of the future, do you think? Oh, yes, absolutely. And I think that the exciting thing is that you can, with this sort of machinery, you can put in whatever suits the area that you're going to without necessarily having people who are not fully trained and don't have to be there when the station's on the air. And they can, by pre-recording, they can put in all sorts of comments, casual responses, uh, the sort of things that you, you might just say as a sort of a throwaway line about a lovely day today or whatever, those sort of things. Plus also you would, they would pre-record some interviews to certain songs. So we would pick a song and say, okay, um, these are the sort of uh, songs that would go into an hour that would be of certain type. We would appoint someone to go in and do an introduction. Now, let's suppose it was a Sunday morning program and we have some worship from Hillsong. And that particular song, they would pre-record, now here's a song from Hillsong, Safe in His Arms. That would, it sounds almost like somebody's there saying that. Who could be there saying that? <laughs> but you see, they would, they would expect somebody to be there. However, after a while, people begin to say, we, we, we hear the voices, but we don't know any of these people. Their voices are from out of our area. So then we try to get local people involved, and then later on we would train them to be able to go in. And to start with, they might just do three or four hours of program live a day and the rest goes back to automation. But it doesn't just sound like a jukebox because there is a voice all the time that's coming on to do the IDs. So once we can do that, and we can do that very cheaply, we can put in a radio station to cover a town at the cost of about $2,000. So that's with a transmitter, the uh, program inside the computer, the antenna wires to put the antenna onto a pole or even the pole, perhaps. And if they're in an area where there's no power, with a solar panel and a car battery. 
It is amazing. <laughs> and uh, the idea, of course, when you are trying to break into new territory and you've got cultural concerns, uh, when you can present robot radio and with the aspiration that there'll be opportunity for live radio, because a lot of times Christian radio really needs that sort of live ministry focus, uh, mm. that people are speaking uh, people are hearing a person who is speaking to them live, uh, which is always, uh, I think, the best thing, the best way to do radio. But uh, but really it creates so many opportunities when you're talking about other nations and reaching out with a particular style of Christian radio. That's that's right. And as you, as, uh, you referred to before, it is possible uh, to adapt these programs for all of the nations. Now, in actual fact, on our board, I think we have 13 nations that we're looking at in the Pacific Island nations eventually we would like to be in. But in the Cook Islands, the English understanding is very good. We can get away by just having Aussie or New Zealand sounding voices, but we want to have their voices as well. But the immediacy of live radio is just that much better. But we can use exactly the same base program and then just give them categories into which they can install Pacific Island music in one area, Melanesian music in another area, Asian music in another area, and you can make that their second form. So many of them really like the Western style of gospel music or Christian music, contemporary Christian music, and but they also like what some of their own local artists are doing. They, they have room to put it all in and to mix it up themselves, and we show them how to do that. Some good insights into the way that missionary Christian radio is working. And I mentioned, Phil Dunk, uh, that you are now moving into a retirement from uh, your role as chairman of UCB uh, in South Pacific and for Papua New Guinea. What are you going to be doing? Putting your feet up? Oh, I'm like warts. I don't go away. <laughs> <laughs> as much as we try to get rid of you, we just can't. But uh, no, Phil... I just keep on popping up every now and again. <laughs> and then when I'm uh, not otherwise uh, occupied, I'll be on night vision every now and again when Mandy goes away. <laughs> yes. Well, look, I want to honour you for six years. And I know when you signed up for the gig, uh, you said, I'll do this for two years. Yeah, and uh, and each year there was another one tacked on. And uh, so... Honouring you for your faithfulness in serving, and uh, I've been on the field with you there in Papua New Guinea, yes, and I've seen you actually, operating. And actually, let me say, I'm. Um, I'll, I'll take bribes on that. Okay. Anybody who wants any information, you've got to pay for it. <laughs> this is a fun man. This this person, this Neil Johnson, is not the serious man that you think he is. We had some good times in Papua New Guinea, didn't we? Well, we did, and, uh, and I won't let you go, but uh, I remember swimming there in a little place called Wom. Oh, yes. All right, a lovely spot, and there we are bobbing around in the water. And I said, how can you be sure there are no crocodiles around here? And uh, And one of the guys who was part of the team up there said, we're not sure of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I got out of the water fairly quickly yeah, after that. <laughs> uh, some good times to remember. And uh, Phil Dunk, uh, always good getting your insights. Uh, we haven't heard the last of you on Vision, but uh, certainly congratulations for a job well done you. in your role as chairman uh, for South Pacific UCB and for Papua New Guinea. Blessings to you, Phil. Thanks for being with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Bless you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.